Happy New Year's, everyone! Yay! Another year, I survived. <laughs> How are you, Mr. E? I am well, Miss Anita. How are you? It's 2019. I'm blessed. I, and I am blessed too. I'm, I'm above ground. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not pushing magnets. So, <laughs> I am good. So, how's family? How's love life? How's work? Everything is amazing. Everything is good. I'm assuming, I'm guessing. Yes, it's the first of the year. Yeah, I could have messed it up this past, huh? I hope not, because you know it's, y'all men be moving fast. It's four days, you know. It's four days. I couldn't have messed it up in four days, three and a half days. I'm fast. What, what that mean, though? <laughs> you know me. You know oh, yeah, I can do true. something. You that's come true. on now, come on. Now. That's that's true. come on, that's man. I respect your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I respect your honesty. So, so 2019 will work harder at, at letting it go. <laughs> Let I it got go. You. So, do you do new? Do you do resolutions like New Year's resolution or anything like that? Do you believe in that? Do you and your your girlfriend believe in New Year's resolutions and stuff like that? No, well, no, I, I don't. I I don't make no resolution. Now, I don't think she formally makes resolutions, but I think she she set goals for herself that this is what she this is how she wants things to be accomplished. Yeah. Well I can so, I can respect that. Mm, can so, respect that. What about you and yours? Um, we have a new addition to the family. What? Family what? family member had a new baby boy, Mr. King Kabaris Temple. He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. Uh -uh. He's so so beautiful. Uh -uh. Like, he's just amazing. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's a sweetheart. And no, I'm not trying to get attached because she's staying with us for a little bit until she gets healthy and strong. And once she gets healthy and strong, she's going back home or whatever. But, um... I don't want to get attached because I know I'm a mess and his dad wants to go and stuff like that. Well, she may get comfortable so, with that help y'all giving her, and she may not leave. Huh? She may get comfortable with the help that she's getting from you guys, and she may not leave. Oh, she's leaving. Oh, she's leaving. Yeah, it's too many rules to deal with me. <laughs> you know how oh, people wow. are. People don't. People don't like um, too many rules. You know, people don't like you know, change too much. You know what I mean? Exactly. I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. Huh? Hey, uh, Miss Anita, this is the, uh, she said, he said, show me. And we ain't, you... I, I know. Oh, okay. I just checking, you know. I guess the folks just know us, so they know Yeah, us. they just know us. I okay, mean, so like... we, don't have to, we don't have to announce it no more, right? We have a rhythm, have a ride. Well, you've already done it. I just figured once we start this Happy New Year, everybody <laughs> know that we are here, and you know, because we haven't talked, we haven't really, you know, been giving each other the gist. So, you know, I just figured we catch up together. You know, that's you know, we're cool, cool. That's good. 
Well, that's but I don't do. But to answer your question, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to, but did you I ever keep one? Them. Yeah, but I always broke. Like I always made at least three New Year's resolutions for myself, and you know, but they were always things that I knew I could do that were reachable. So, so which so one did you make and you actually did that um, you can remember? If if you can say. I I forgave. I uh, yeah I did. I limited my spending. You, did did you actually do that? Yeah, I did. I, I actually uh, did that. <laughs> the problem oh, with really? that the problem with that with me is when you get so caught up in saving, but you're still doing for other people. Sometimes you start feeling unappreciated. Although that's your decision to do that, sometimes you tend to feel unappreciated because you know you're like, man, I haven't got myself anything in like seven, eight months. And all I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? And then before you know it, something out of your control happens. So the money that you've been saving, you know, going towards that out of your control situation start happening. And then you're like, dang, I should have bought me a little bit more here. So, yeah, I have done that. Um, I think the one thing that I've ever struggled with in a painting years resolution is saying I'm going to diet. I'm going to diet. I think that's yeah. the one everybody says and everybody, mostly everybody right. fails on that one. I, what, what works for me is if I say I need to lose 15 pounds by X amount or I want to go on a no meat fast for 30 days or 31 days. When I'm when I set those type of New Year's resolutions kind of goals for me, that works for me. But if I say New Year's resolution, it's a new me, I'm gonna be snatched to the gods, that don't work. First I can be snatched <laughs> to the gods because I got a flooper, you know, I got a little flooper. I have stretch marks, you know, <laughs> you know, so I'm just I'm you know, it's just what it is. I love everything about me, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not but I don't really make New Year's resolution, but I know plenty of people that always make them and always break them. So <laughs> I just be sitting there looking at them like, mm-hmm, what well, for the right. third day? You know, exactly. whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm good. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm good. But I did hear a lot of other people have New Year's resolutions, but I've heard a lot of podcasts people talk of hearing people talk about, you know, them having New Year's resolution that they're going to oh, yeah. and this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. You break the New Year's resolution, baby. That's on you. It ain't gonna, it ain't benefit me. You know what I mean? I just don't like when when people that are close to me keep saying, you know, they may say, "Girl, you need to get your life together. You need to get you. You need to do this. You need to do that." Because for no 2019, it's my year. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the second or the third day, this is turning into the worst year ever. Girl, it's just two days in. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like, calm your break. No. So, yeah. But it's been good. So, what's what piece? What's your gist? What's, what's been your check? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. I want to, you know, I don't do, you know, much entertainment, but I, I, I wanted to ask you about this because I know you know. What? I was, today I was driving and I was listening to my satellite, my radio. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, and they played this Nas song. It's called Ether. Yeah. When did that happen? And when did him and Jay-Z 
went left or whatever. I, I didn't, I didn't, well, I, I guess I don't follow it enough, but I didn't know anything. You know the, the song? Yeah. What, what happened? This is from his filmatic back in 2001. That's it. Was, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a, a response to Jay Z Takeover, a diss track that was directed toward. No, I mean towards um, Jay Z. So yeah. why? What happened? What caused it? Uh, well, they had it. Was, uh, <laughs> you I think if, if we're gonna be honest, this is like one besides Tupac and Biggie. I think this is one of the the, the great battles. I think between two people that made hip-hop history. Well, why so, didn't I know about this? I mean, I was still young in 2001. I don't think it was an age thing. But I don't think it was about age thing. I just think that if you're not into hip-hop rap like, you know, some people are, you probably would have missed over it, you know? I don't know. Or maybe so. I, I just didn't know that they had when it because when it first came on it said F J Z. I'm like, what? Who? <laughs> and he went in. Now yeah. you talking about somebody who went in? Mm-hmm. They went in deep. Yeah. He he's they still trying to come out. <laughs> yeah, but but Jay Z came back after that. Well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Jay Z is worth almost a billion dollars. Okay. No, but I'm saying after Jay Z did take over, Nas did Ether, and then Jay Z came back again. I'm just saying, like, and set it all down. Yeah. So I'm just okay. saying, like, with I, I, I this is I was more of a fan of Nas than I was Jay Z at that time. To mm-hmm. be honest, I, I, I like I loved Nard. Nard at that time more than I was a fan of Jay Z. But I had to give credit where credit was due. It was sick. Like Nard was like it, it just it's one it's one of those battles that you like every no matter if it's not people just happen to be playing it. You it automatically takes you there. But it was just I think it, to be honest. I think it was just a bunch of um, cattiness um, that I ain't gonna say cattiness because it sounded like two girls. I just think it was just a battle mm-hmm. of just two two people that took a life of his own. I, that's 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 me. I mean, because this was like what two decades. This, like oh you know like this is it's history but I just and every time people even with Remy Ma it always came back to Nas Remy Ma came with that towards uh, Nicki Minaj and it came back to Nas it's like no matter what any beef that comes and people try to do this that's what people trying to to do but anyway it started off with like subliminal jabs and then it moved up to body shots, and then you know, fans. One fans get involved. That's a wrap. Okay. Then crew. Then your crew got in the mix of it, mm-hmm. and then it did start getting personal. Where you talking about 
parents had to step in. Um, but the, it didn't end like in a tragedy really? or anything. No, it didn't end like in a tragedy, like for as Biggie and Tupac type of situation. But but their parents it, stepped in. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, cool. But they well, did shake whatever. hands. They mm-hmm. did shake hands, and they did join uh, join forces, and they did um they um did a song together. Yeah, I guess that I said I didn't remember. I, I, that's what I thought that they was because they yeah. did a song. I, that's what I remember. Then when I heard that, I'm like, okay, when did this happen? Did this just happen? You talking about 2001? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, that's the, I see. I see. Let me let me talk to my hip hop queen of information. And yeah. Get, and get the ish. I mean, that. look, Google is free. You can Google all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It tell you everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I know one thing that Todd knows one thing. He don't want it with with, with (laughs) Jay-Z. Really? He don't want it. Like, both of them (laughs) are mad nurses. Like, they are just, they are just so slick with the word. Right, exactly. To where, because when the recent song he did with Meek Mill on Meek Mill album with him, uh, Jay Z, Meek Mill, and Rick Ross. Cause I didn't, I didn't care too much for Rick Ross part because you know with the gay, I, it just didn't, it didn't sit right with me. But that's just me. Um, but if you break, and I tried to break it down on my podcast, but I was so into the song to I just, you know. But anyway, the way he spit it on that verse, like every, I went and replayed it four times just to wait for his his part to come. Just to wait till his part come. Like, he's bad. Like, even with Nas New Album, I didn't support Nas New Album because of the situation of him and his, you know, ex-wife. Right. The domestic violence thing. Right. And I kind of felt some type of way when, when people made excuses for Nas. I don't, I know how some women can be. I know how some women are about making people life harder than what it has to be. I, I hate when women use children as pawns in situations. I can't stand it. But the problem I had was it wasn't just one woman that accused him of domestic violence. So I just don't think that these women got together and say years apart that I'm going to come at you. I don't think that she didn't play a part in it. I'm not saying that she didn't do her, her thing and that in order for you to be able to to get past something and shine light on whatever is wrong within a relationship or within a situation, you still have to ask yourself what part did you play in it in any way. Whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. Because you could have been the perfect wife, whatever, but you knew that this person was cheating on you. You knew this person would disrespect you and talk loud. You knew that this person had a tendency to be aggressive. You enabled that. That's the part you played in it. You allowed it to continue to happen. So when people are like, well, I ain't doing nothing, I was a. So he just up one day and just hit you. You know what I'm saying? But it's just with women, you know, especially women that I know and, you know, that have experienced that, some women are so embarrassed and in shock that that even happened to where they don't even think about the first time. And they, they try so hard to cover up the first time 
the word a second time is never even acknowledged. Like you don't even think about this happened again and this happened again and this happened again. And before you know it, there's a pattern and it's out of control. And you you've allowed this person to be <sighs> into this mania. So this last album, I didn't support it because and, I felt that way. What two things? Uh, and speaking of, so how do I mean how? I know we weren't talking about this, but how do a woman? sort of, I say, break free from that or how does she she survive that or, you know, what does she do to get out of that situation or or what? I, I don't know. Like the question I'm trying to ask. Well, it's, 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 it's different type of abuse because you can right. have financial abuse, it could be Domestic abuse, for as emotionally, mentally, is different types. But uh, as in this kind, it's she was talking about it was physical. So as in like right. physical, I think it was a mixture of both because he made a yeah, he made sure. a thing that that she messed up her own career. I don't think that what it was, but I think it was a matter of both. But I think when you in abusive relationships, some women can recognize it and not have the financial ability to get out so then they stay right. and they keep okay. trying to figure out a way mentally to come up with a game plan financially to leave right. now I think 2019 even if we look back in 2018 I think people have mm-hmm. highlighted and shined a light on domestic abuse right, more so right, than right. it used to but I know women that were abused and beaten and they've called the police, and the police have taken both of them to jail for domestic for domestic violence. Both of them. So the woman don't press charges, the man don't press charges. Neither one of them go to jail, especially when you have children involved. What woman wants to go to jail and be away from their children? So you tie that woman's hand to say, "I'm a press charges," or if the man sees her to call the police and say, "She hit me." And then y'all sit there and y'all argue. They're taking both of y'all. They're charging both of y'all. And and when that happens, that makes it harder for someone that's being abused to speak up and go get help. But then when you do speak up and go get help, there's not a lot of organizations that actually have the funds to help women all the time. They're not. Right. And they have all these domestic hotlines and they have all these different things that you're supposed to go. A lot of people that some women that were that got help from outside people it's those underground domestic violence type of programs that you don't know about but it's all in who you happen to meet at a church that's over there right. you know what I mean so you don't know <clears throat> right so for, for me a friend of mine when it happened when she finally got away her way of getting out was the fact that he cheated on her and she used that opportunity to leave. Oh, okay. Because of the heat of the moment. And she struggled for a long time. She didn't have nothing. And then finally she got herself okay. And it took her, you know, some years before she was even comfortable enough to even get, put furniture in, in her apartment. But she didn't have to worry about getting bopped inside the head. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. You know, that so, was the thing. But when you have help, when you have support, that goes a long way. But mm-hmm. if, it's a, if it's mental and emotional abuse, some people can't even recognize that that's abuse. They don't even see it. You know, and people can hide it so well 
Right. Where you just you don't even know because I know for me as a young child, I know certain situations within my family when as you know, when you're young and you're growing up pertaining to certain family members, I know emotionally there was some abuse there. But you don't think that that's a, abuse because you hear people talk to other people like that. So you're not, you know, that's just who they are. But then you become a grown woman and you have other issues that come up and you go talk to people and all these other things come out. You realize, oh, it's layers under there. Right. You know, it's layers. Where are these layers coming from? And, right. and that's how people end up training. You know, like somebody get out of a bad situation and they get back in another situation with a different person. Because they don't recognize right. where it's coming from. And if you don't recognize right. where it's coming from and you don't recognize what part you played in it, you're going to repeat the same cycle. It's not going to stop. But my point, the, the thing I'm saying is it takes money. Everybody right. needs money. You need <clears throat> money. You need to have somebody that's familiar with abuse or any type of abuse that's willing to help you and understand what it is you're going through and what you need. Right. And you gotta be able to be strong. Right. You have to. So because when you're a mother and you're trying to leave out a bad situation and your children crying for their daddy, I've witnessed people feel guilty because their children is hurt. And they rather go back and deal with somebody bopping them upside the head so that their children could be happy. But in the end, your children are not going to be happy because your your daughter that see that going to end up with the same man that beating the shit out of her and your son will end up being abusive to his wife. Exactly. So <clears throat> you're not helping. But it's not helping. You don't see it. You don't see that. You know what At I mean? Like moment, people don't right. understand. You, they don't get it. So right. you just, you, you, you got to have money. You got to be able to reach out and, and, and find. And you can't turn back. You can't right. give in. The hardest thing I think for people that I knew was not breaking down because it's gonna get hard. You know, you think right. hard. You know, trying to get through that, it's gonna get harder. But the piece is, you don't have to worry about nobody hitting you because you looked at them wrong or you walked the wrong way or you didn't say the right thing. And the women are abusive too. Right. There are women that that used to, you know, jump on me. I know dudes that used to let women beat the shit out of them, and I just didn't understand that. I'm sitting there like, hit them one good time. That's what I was saying. Right, exactly. Just knock yeah, the shit I've out of them one good time. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I felt. Right. But that's just, that's just how I look at things. But it's easier said than done when you're on the outside looking in, but when and I'm not make I'm not trying to say that because I knew uh, people that went through things or people that that was um, that experienced heartache or stress or, or anything like that that I know firsthand what it's like and what to do because I don't. If I tell you I know what to do, I'm lying. But being with them as they went through the process, it's a lot. It's oh, very emotional. It's it's it, it, it takes financial. You got you got to have some type of help. And when you exactly. never worked in your life and everything is wrapped around a, a man, yo, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's more yeah. hard. It's so, best when you recognize it and you want to get out, try to plan 
a way to put money aside. Try right. to find somebody that you can reach out to that's going to help you and help you help set yourself up with aid, okay. financial aid, some type of housing to help get you out. And then once you you don't even try to plan for two three months when you're in that situation, just get out because you don't wow. want it to be what we've been hearing in the past 2017 2018 where women are getting killed right by their ex husbands ex husbands coming back in the house raping and killing them right shooting them leaving them for dead in the bathtub you don't want right. that you know right. so it's easier said than done but you gotta stay strong and seek help you know exactly so to seg- segue is that word into mm-hmm. um Ruben Foster his charges got dropped what's what's up with that I think with him I don't know because I'm like, I'm like, I'm reading, the, I'm reading the article, and I was reading the article. I'm like, this woman got bruises. She showed this. She showed this. So what? What about it that they are not believing? What? What? Well, first of all, you know, she lied before. Oh, she, she, she came. She filed charges on him, and then she turned around and recanted. So at the time when this incident was supposed to have happened, he had a new girlfriend. Yeah, and she threatened to tell the girlfriend that he exactly. did something. Now, what you expect? Don't just sorry. This is the thing. This is tricky because you, you know, I, I don't know it all. And a lot of things is my opinion, but something feels fishy. Right. Something feels snakery. That's my right. word, huh? It's my word. It's, it sounds good, though. Something feels snakery from both sides of it. Because, yeah. first of all, if you had a girlfriend and you knew you had already been in a situation of domestic violence with this woman and you just scapegoated through it, why are you in? Why? 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 And you had already moved on. She, like, why? Then, you knew he was with another girl. Why? Why would it be so easy for him to say, come? I'm going to pay for you a room and I'm going to pay for you to come. What did you, this is what I, what it sounds like to me, if someone brought this to my attention, is it sounds like he was feeding her false pretense that they were going to get back together. And then she got mad. It kind of blew up. Now, he might have slapped her. She could have slapped her own self for the boots that I saw. I don't know. Wasn't there. Right. Or they might have got into a rap and she's very light-skinned. You know, I don't take much for people to bruise when you're light-skinned. I don't know. Exactly. You know, I don't know. But she's going on all these talk shows and she's saying that she lied because, you know, she loves him and what you think most girls are going to do. You're right. right. You're right. But my thing is, when you get on, when you get up there and you recant the way you recant, you're setting yourself up to not be believable. It's like the, exactly. the, the, the child that called, that cried wolf. wolf. Ain't that what it's called? Exactly. What do you think is going to happen? You could be, you could have been telling the truth from the first situation. And you could be telling the truth from this situation. What's making it fishy and snakery is that y'all weren't together anymore. He had, he was, he had a girlfriend. And the fact that you're saying, I threatened to tell her, make it sound like you were trying to set him up as well. You see what I'm saying? Like it could be. Exactly. You exactly. trying to set him up because he had a girlfriend and you didn't want you know, whatever, and now you're saying he didn't want her to know. It could have it could have been either way, but my point is don't put yourself in that type of situation. If you know for a fact this person did to you before, and he got away with it with your help, why? 
And then why you go? you know this person, you know his trigger. So why are you gonna say something like that? Because almost right. anybody, any man or woman, oh well, I'm gonna tell such and such. Oh, oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She said she thought he would change. She said anybody in her position would have done the same thing. I don't know if I would have done the same thing. No, 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 it was. No, it was. That's what I'm saying. You, ch- you, you were chasing, you chase, you were chasing dollars when you chase. And when he chased you, you allowed him I'm to chase I'm not going to say that because you know me. You chasing dollars you, now because you People got to be political correct. You know, you can't really state opinions and things of that nature. My opinion you know, is, Stan, this is my opinion. She chasing dollars. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. You going, you want to go through an abuse. Now, now see you popular now. See you? Mm-hmm. Instead of like uh, Kim Kardashian did the sex tape and got popular. You getting popular now because you got you got jacked up supposedly, right. and now you on the talk know. shows talking about it. It, it could have been. I just I just have mixed feelings when it comes to it. I, I, well, I, I, I understand abuse. If it, it, it's little, it just it, the thing is it is that I guess because like you just were saying earlier, you you don't know the situation and because and don't know how that person is because you know like you say. This happened to you before, and now you're gonna come back into this. Okay, situation. let me let me let me give you a little background. Cause you know TMZ is messy. TMZ <laughs> is messy. I don't know what. Well, so all this, what I'm about to tell you is coming from TMZ with they messy ass. But I'm gonna cause TMZ, but they messy, but they be coming with some facts. They be coming with facts. I'm just, I'm just gonna they, be honest they, with you. Hey, they put it out there. <laughs> but TMZ Sports obtained an injury photo of Elissa Ennis and the woman who claimed Foster attacked her, but apparently the pics weren't compelling enough for charges to be pursued. That's why they, the charges were dropped. In the pictures, you guys, you can see like some red bruises on her cheek and there's a red mark on her chest. Um, the photos were taken in the aftermath of November 24th incident. The woman claims that Foster hit her in the face while trying to take her cell phone. She called 911 and cops responded to the team hotel. Foster's attorney tells us that he believes that the prosecutors dropped the case because of credibility issues. Now, remember, after making a claim months ago that he attacked her in February, she recanted on the stand saying she made up the allegations in a fit of anger after being dumped. And it got even worse when she appeared on GMA and said that she lied about lying on the stand. Wow. Bottom line is seeing prosecutors as there's nothing they can prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt with an alleged victim who has repeatedly lied about the very thing for which Foster was arrested. So the NFL spokesperson told TMZ Sports that they were going to monitor all developments in the matter which continues to be under review or whatever. whatever. They said they spoke with Foster's attorney who told them that he believed the cases were dropped due to, like I said, witness credibility. The lawyer say he believed the fact that Foster accuser has changed her story about a previous domestic violence incident multiple times was a factor in the decision to drop the case. Now, Ruben Foster is off the hook in the domestic violence case again. If he did do it, he's off again. Now, the January 2nd, incident which showed the state attorney's office in Florida had dismissed his misdemeanor charges against Foster seeming from that November incident with his ex-girlfriend. Foster was scheduled to appear for an arraignment in 
Hillsborough County, Florida that Thursday morning, but the hearing was canceled after the notice of termination of the prosecution was fired. I think I would have been ecstatic, especially if I didn't do it. Right. But anyway, it's unclear why exactly the prosecutor decided to drop the case against the 24-year-old linebacker. Um, at, you know, like I said, previous reporter Foster was arrested back in November for allegedly roughing up his ex-girlfriend Elisa Enos at the 49ers Queen Hotel in Tampa Bay. Um, she did an interview with Good Morning America on December the 6th. Uh-huh. And she said that the fight stemmed from her threatening to tell Foster's new girlfriend that he paid for her flight out to Florida. Right. Now, in the 911 audio, Ennis said, my ex-boyfriend just took my phone and broke it, slapped me in my face, and threatened me. She later repeated, he took my phone and broke it and slapped me in my face. Ennis said on the GMA, Good Morning America, that wasn't the first time Foster had struck her, saying that he had also roughed her up on two other separate occasions, one of which she says she lied about in court to protect him. Foster had been arrested for the domestic violence in February of 2018, and he was charged with several felonies for allegedly roughing up the same woman. But when Enos went to the stand in the case, she told the judge that she had concocted the story to get back at Foster's revenge for breaking up. I don't know. Like, ain't that much money in the world. <laughs> well. But my thing is, it's all... I'm not gonna say it's all these football players, but they making us look bad. <laughs> Domestic violence is a serious thing, and, right. and if you cannot keep your hands to yourself, you need to go seek some professional help. You are not nobody's mama, and you is not nobody's daddy to be putting your damn hands on somebody. Exactly. Somebody need to cut them damn fingers off. That's what they Absolutely. need to do. Yeah. And and is it vice versa? Women to women that are beating up on me. Come on now. Like, come on. If you do not love that person enough to respect them, you don't need to be with them. Point blank. With them. Leave them. Because that, that pisses me off. Leave them. That's what I exactly. see. Why do you beat somebody? Want to beat somebody to, you know, and still want to be with? No. Right. Oh, you can't do me that. <laughs> Leave right. me alone. Yeah. Well, we're, we're moving on because I, I just when we talk about domestic violence, it really irks my nerves. I know, I know, I know, I know. Let's um, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Well, your friend my had friend. a shutdown. <laughs> but I, the house voted to end the shutdown despite the White House veto threat. Yeah. So have you been following it? Well, I've been looking from a distance and, and kind of paying attention to it, you know, because he, he always was threatened that he's not going to sign anything. I mean, but it's my good thing that is, you are it. the president. How are you threatened to shut down because these people won't approve something that you said somebody else was going to pay for? Exactly. Like, I, well, anyway, the House Democrats took their first major legislative vote of the new Congress. Yes, they did. Approving two measures to end the 13-day partial government shutdown, despite your friend's veto threat. <laughs> now, though both measures are expected to stall in the Senate, everybody know that, uh, but House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, you saw what she was um, 
sworn in or whatever, and and then all of a sudden he had to do a press conference. That man got right. attention. Exactly. He, I like he is the worst spoiled grown child I ever seen in my life. I ain't giving to all that. But anyway, she ruled out approving any funding towards the president's five point six billion request for physical barrier and the southern border, renewing the impasses that lead to the shutdown last month. Um, she said, and I quote. We are not doing a walk. Does anybody have any doubt? We are not doing a walk. I love her so much for that. Ooh, girl. Getting a woman for the Mm -hmm. Um, She said, in fact, the fact is a wall is an immorality. It's not who we are as a nation. It is a wall between reality and his his constituents, his supporters. I agree with that. Um, Exactly. A vote on a package of six appropriations bill late Thursday night passed 241 to 190, while lawmakers also approved a narrow measure to extend funding for the Department of Homeland Security until February the 8th by a tally of 239 to 192. Um, as a representative, um, Nita Laurie said, funding the federal government is one of the most important duties. When Congress allows a president to dictate ridiculous demands and let petty partisanship prevent the timely passage of appropriation bills, we abdicate the responsibility. Our new Democratic majority have elected to end the chaos and govern responsibility. Now, prior to that veto, Trump made his appearance in the White House briefing room on that Thursday afternoon to underscore his demand for the border wall saying that without a wall, you cannot have border control, border, I mean, border security. You can call it a barrier, you can call it whatever you want, but essentially we need protection in our country. We're going to make it good. The people of our country want it. The people of your country do not want to use Thank you. Uh, now, the administrators have not made it clear, has made it clear that the government needs an investment of at least $5 million billion for border security along with um, the flexibility necessary to utilize those funds efficiently. The appropriations bill, H.R. 21, the corresponding A.J. West 1, does not come close to providing those necessary investments and authority. Now, the Senate will not take up any proposal that does not have a real chance of passing in the chamber and getting presidential signature. So we'll see how that works. But I think the, the big thing was, the argument is that because the House of Representatives passed a package last month that included a president request for $5.6 million in the funding, that book passed to the Senate. Now, that measure expired with the end of 115th Congress earlier Thursday. Right. He doesn't own the shutdown any longer. And, and I think that's what makes him mad. By the House voted, they did their job. Now, the House passed a $5.6 billion border security funding, and right. that's not just for a wall, it's for border that's, security. And that's now it. the Senate has to do its job. Period. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so your friend tweeted mm-hmm. yesterday morning that the shutdown could be explained by the 2020 presidential election and Democratic who saw his administration citing the shutdown as an example of presidential harassment. What do you think? Well, I mean, if those folks what it's like uh, 300,000 oh no almost three four, about 800,000 people are. some is right. working 
and not getting paid. Not right. getting paid. But they still right. got to work. Right. You know, especially like in the military and all that, they still got to work. They still mm-hmm. got to And then the other people that's not working at all, they don't, what they call it, furlough, they're not working right. at all. So they mm-hmm. don't get paid. They don't get no back pay either. When you're on furlough, you don't get back pay, do you? I don't think so. I don't know. Like, do you feel embarrassed that this is the country that you live in and your president makes threats like that and to downplay you? Like, you did a briefing, a fake briefing, because Nancy Pelosi was getting all the attention. I don't understand what he's looking for. You're playing with our lives. You have other countries laughing at us. We joke to them. And and these people that support him, y'all don't see that? Y'all don't get that? Like, I can't tell people who, who, who they support, who to represent, who they stand behind. But we're talking about action. We're talking about responsibility. We're talking about experience. We're talking about integrity. We're talking about knowledge. We're talking about capability. We're talking about our country as a whole. We're talking about everybody in this country. Not just white people, not just rich people, and not the poor people that still think that because they're poor and you're Republican that you're still supposed to vote Republican because your family was Republican. That's not what that, you vote for the best people that's capable to represent you. That's it. If I am trailer bound and the best I can do right now is rent a trailer, you think I'm going to go and vote for Trump? Mm-hmm. What is the logic in it? Nothing about you speaks on me that you represent me. Only way me voting for you speaks that you represent me is because of the other ignorance that you have portrayed. That's it. Because there's nothing else in every essence shows. Not about the poor. Not about the, 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 the middle class. It ain't about the blacks. It's, it's not about y'all. Are you not paying attention? And what's crazy is everybody around him that's committing all these crimes, but he still can't clean. Y'all still holler about Hillary. I don't care about what y'all think Hillary did. She didn't win. So by her not winning, who y'all voted for is in there. What he did? What is he doing? <laughs> exactly. What is he doing? Because my embarrassment come in the fact that you want to build a wall around the United right. States for what? Exactly. You want to build a wall? This ain't this ain't Germany separating Germany, East Germany from West Germany at the Berlin Wall. What? Are you? Well, on, on that note, I think of him the same way I do R. Kelly right now. <laughs> what else Kelly did be it now? Any what he did now is what he always done, and people have excuses. Oh, with the I young, think, I think with the young yeah, girl, you don't you don't feel like if any part of you felt like he had done anything remotely wrong, even in one situation, right? Just say hypothetically, you believe he had done something wrong just once with these young girls, with at least one one young girl, right? Right. Rather, she was sexually experienced. Or not. If you were 27 years old at the time 
and you had intercourse with a 15, 16 year old girl, and I'm not talking about Aaliyah, rest in peace, Aaliyah, I'm not talking about her. I'm just talking about any 15, 16 year old girl that you had sexual contact with when you were 27 years old and they were that age, that's a crime. I don't care how you look at it. And when people fix them up to say he had sex with a 15, 16, that is not sex, baby. That is great. That, that is still a child. I don't care how experienced she is. But when you continue to buy his music, you don't think you're enabling that bad, that bad behavior? You don't think that's a, that's excusing what this person is doing? That's a question. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you heard about the Lifetime docuseries that Lifetime is doing on the survival of R. Kelly. Um, well, he threatens the legal actions against Lifetime. And he goes TMZ with their messy ass again. And his lawyer, uh, Ryan Nick, is the one that was threatening to file a federal lawsuit against Lifetime if the network doesn't backpedal on deciding to air the documentary special. Uh, he said they feel that they is going to air as planned despite the legal threats, but they are going to, they're trying to sue them to keep them from going any further with it. Um, I want some of it. Mm-hmm. He said that he couldn't believe that they aired it because some of the girls are lying. And he said that Lifetime was aware that some of the girls were lying. But their budget must have was high to, to turn back, so they still did it. Now, there were some celebrities um, concerning some um, celebrity participation. John Legend was the only one um, that confirmed. They asked Jay-Z, they asked Mary J. Blog, they asked Lil' Kim, Erica Badu, David Chappelle, but they all said no. Um, most of the people just, they didn't want to touch it. You know? Um, they said they would do anything, but they couldn't do that. It's not because they support him. It's because so messy. It's so messy and muddy, and that's turning away. Um, that has allowed this to go on, and they didn't want to be a part of that. Right. Um, I was a fan of R. Kelly. I had almost all R. Kelly music up until I saw the video with the girl. Now. Which the girl, if I remember correctly, was supposed to be Sparkle, Sparkle's niece, if I if I remember correctly. And if that's if that's true, that little girl looked like she had been experienced. At first, she looked, you know, like yeah. she that she was young and naive and just going along with what he was saying do. But after a little bit in it, I can tell them maybe he had done things with her before or he watched her or something. You know what I mean? I I can't really explain it. But after I saw that, I was done. I didn't want to step in the name of love. You remind me of, I I ain't know. It just did did something to me. And I felt like if I bought in his music, I went to any of his concerts, that I'm saying it's okay. I'm saying what you did was okay. Then you have different women coming forward, different women coming forward. 
I just don't understand why if you had nothing at all to do with any of that. You know what I mean? Do you think that he did any of those things? Oh, yeah. You do? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if not all of them, he, he, I think he did most of them. Yeah, I do too. Because yeah, I mean, it, it can't you can't it, you, you can't have all this circumstance. You can't have this whole right. incident. No, 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 no. You can't uh, have all no, these. No, 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 Mr. E. Yeah. We have to take a brief, brief break. Brief break. You guys don't go anywhere. Your girl, Mr. Me to Love. And Mr. E. We're going to take a brief break for a little bit, you guys, and we will be back. Thank you for listening to the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast. It means a lot to us. We appreciate it. You can also email us at the She Said, He Said, They Said 2018 at gmail.com. That's She Said, He Said, They Said 2018 at gmail.com. All lower caps. You can also go over to Spreaker, Breaker, Spotify, Pocket Cast, all these other podcasting and listen to us and continue to support us and continue continue to share the podcast and all that good stuff you guys don't go anywhere we will be back Alright you guys, sorry that we took this long extended break. Hopefully we won't <laughs> take a break again too long. Um, but we still thank you and we appreciate you and we ask you to continue to support and listen and share and all that amazing stuff. It's a new year, new things, no better things. Better things. Right? Yes, better things. And so you all guys, you guys can email us at the she said he said they. 2018 at gmail.com that's the she said he said they said 2018 at gmail.com any questions any comments that you would like to share with us please send it in and again thank you for all your support and remember to stay true to yourself do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before let your family and friends know that you love them because we ain't promised nothing and remember to live, laugh, and love, and allow God to be God, Mr. E. And just remember, this is a new year. So, if you get knocked down, just make sure you land on your back. Because <laughs> if you can look up, <laughs> make sure you land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can mm-hmm. get up. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. I like that. Okay. It's my new year thing. I got you. All right. Until next time, you guys. Hey. This is.